everyone. Welcome back. This is episode 18. And to be honest, uh, I'm starting this one off uh, pretty uh, pretty pissed off. I have some beef. And my beef uh, is uh, because I didn't get the right sandwich at Dunkin' Donuts. Now I work in the service industry. I've worked in a lot of customer service jobs. I've even worked a lot of uh, jobs in, uh, you know, food service. I think I just said that. Whatever. My point is that I'm not like going to call them. I'm not going to throw a fit. I, you know, man, I'm so pissed because I was just talking to one of my friends literally like yesterday about how I always go to Dunkin' and I get the same thing every week. And that's like my routine for the podcast for Fridays. You know, I get paid. I come home. And, uh, I eat my sandwich, I look over my notes and I prepare for the podcast. You know, that's what I do. I've been getting in a rhythm doing it as well. Right. So when that rhythm gets fucked up, bro, I just get real pissed off and I'm not going to lie. That wasn't even the real reason I was mad. I was mad to begin with. Dude, this girl at the counter must be new, must be in high school. I don't know, bro. She's got problems. If you can't even put donuts so I asked for a glazed donut, right? And then it's my mom's birthday. Uh, she likes a Boston cream donut. So they had them in like heart shapes. I was like, perfect. Let me get one of those with the glazed donut. She goes to put the Boston cream donut, which has chocolate on top in a bag. And then she's going to go put the same glazed donut in the bag. And I'm like, Hey, can you put the one with the chocolate in a box? Like they always do because maybe some people don't want chocolate on their donuts. And, you know, it's going to get all over the bag. And then when you try to, like, get it out, it's going to get all over your hand. Like, you know. So she looks at me and she goes, oh, well, I'll never get those boxes unless somebody asks for one. Bitch, I I just asked for one. Right now, I'm asking for one. So, I like, what is this? Uh, thanks. Great tidbit. I, I appreciate that. So then she grabs the box and she's got chocolate all over her hand. Like, obviously, she's got a glove on. But she's got chocolate all over her hand. And I was like, see, like, you're an idiot. Like, one, you fucked up the donut. Now it looks all shitty. And two, that's exactly the situation I'm trying to avoid by fucking having that in a bag. So whatever. So then I ask for the sandwich I get every week. It's a sourdough sandwich. It's two pieces of sourdough bread. I love sourdough bread. It's toasted. It comes with two eggs. And then instead of bacon, I get turkey sausage. Oh, why did I say sausage like that? regardless, I don't eat the bacon because I got stomach problems and I try to stay away from, you know, bacon and pork and whatnot. It's just a personal thing. I like the turkey sausage better. She does like, she's like asking me questions. Like, how do you do that? I was like, I don't know. I don't work here. I don't, I don't know how your, you know, how your system works back there. But she keeps talking to me. Like, I don't even know how to do that. Honestly, I'm just standing there like, I'm trying real hard not to be mean to you because I don't like when people are mean to me at my job. But like, you're asking me these questions as if I work at Dunkin' Donuts. She's like, how do you even do that? I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I don't, I don't know. That's what I wanted to, I was like, bitch, about to ASMR your ass in the fucking, I don't know, next, next week when the fucking podcast starts off better anyways now I tell her I want the bread toasted twice I was like I get that extra toasted she don't know how to do that either I'm like it's cool 
And then finally she gets my order right. And I should have checked. But every every week I go there, they never mess up my order. Never once. But this week, they mess up my order. Then I get home, right? I'm like, all right, ready to eat this sandwich. Bust that bitch open and it's got bacon on it. So I can't even eat the sandwich. Luckily, I got to eat a donut. But uh, yeah, I wasted $5.40. And it's like, if you think you're just going to call a Dunkin' Donuts at 6.30 in the morning and talk to somebody about your order being messed up, like you're a fucking moron. That place is jumping. They're so busy, they can't even read their own tickets. So shout out to them for being busy. Thumbs down to the person who cooked my sandwich that was like, here's your sandwich, have a good day. You're a fucking liar, and you're not the normal person that makes my sandwich, and I don't like you now. Um, so yeah, that really sucks. I'm out $5.39, and uh, I didn't get my nutritious, delicious, scrumptious uh, breakfast sandwich that usually fuels me up to start this podcast. Um, and then I get home after that, or I'm already home, continuing the story. I After, after I find out my sandwich has been ruined, I use the bathroom. And then I come and I set up the laptop. I set up this book about um, undisclosed. What does it say? Undisclosed files of the police cases from the archives of the NYPD. It's a bunch of mug shots and like it's a big book. I use it to put my microphone on because um, we're semi-professional and we don't have a setup yet. We do this all on the go, baby. This is like um, this is like uh, it's like that scene in Goodfellas where they're. Uh, they're selling cigarettes out the back of the truck. That's what I'm doing. I'm selling podcasts out the back of the truck, you know? Um, two luckies. Two luckies over here. That's what he says. Anyways, back to the story. I sit down and I set up this makeshift setup for the podcast. And then uh, the microphone has like this. It might even come again. I'm pe- I'm petrified. I don't, I'm, I'm terrified it's going to come back. This like, uh, I don't know, electric squeal that just goes over and over and over and it wouldn't stop. So then I unplug the cord, plug the microphone back in, and uh, still, even right now, in my headphones, nothing sounds right. The levels don't sound right. Um, it looks okay on the program that I have open recording this, but that doesn't mean a whole lot. So uh, for the first time, I might have to listen to the entire podcast back to see how it sounds, because I usually don't do that. I usually just go one take uh, well, not really, but you guys hear one take, one full episode. Sometimes I restart a couple times, but yeah, man, it's just not our week, man. And it wasn't my week at my job either, man. This week has been not terrible, but man, this week just feels like, um, like I'm stuck in the bullpen and every time I went out and they're like, Hey, come on, uh, put this guy away for us. Get us out of here. I just give up fucking dingers, bro. Like, I've just been giving up fucking homers all fucking week long. Like, I'm giving up walk-offs like they're candy, you know? That's how I feel. I feel like I'm alone on the mound, and my slider is not fucking moving at all. It's just hanging right over the middle of the plate. And fucking Shohei Otani's just fucking sending them back to fucking Tokyo. I don't think he's from Tokyo. That might have been bad joke, but, uh, yeah, I'm just giving up fucking dingers, bro, they're telling me to go sit down, they're telling me it's not my fault, meanwhile, everybody's like, yeah, it's his fault, his fucking slider sucks, um, good baseball reference, Dave, sure a lot of people got that one, (laughs) got that one, other than that, back on the gasolina this week as well, I got some more, uh, dark blend coke and coffee, 
It's my caffeine of choice because it's only like 79, 69 milligrams. Ha ha ha. Fucking meme. That's a, that's a meme right there, boys. Um, yeah, I, I try not to drink a lot of caffeine anymore. And it, dude, like once you stop drinking, like I used to drink, uh, bangs and like, you know, those 300 milligram caffeine drinks, man, once you get off that, if you try to go right back to that, that's like taking crack, bro. It's like, it's like what I assume smoking meth feels like, like, bro, I, my heart rate went through the roof. I was wired. I did not feel good at all. This is just a little bit of, like a little bit of gasoline, you know, it wakes you up. You can get a nice little smell through your nostrils and you get to go for a little, you know, a couple miles. That's how I feel. But, um, man, do I really need it. It's been a rough week, like I said. Um, this guy came in to the, the gas station I work at, and we stopped making food around, like, you know, 10 o'clock. Like, before I even get there, they stopped making food. Like, there's food out, but that's, like, all they're making. That's, like, last call. Now, if you want to buy, like, a sandwich or something, I can heat that up for you. But I'm not, like, making a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, this is not really how it works. So... Let me, first off, if you guys don't know who Tyler the Creator is, um, you won't get this reference. But if you've listened to Tyler Creator's first album, like Yonkers, like that type of, when I was in high school, Tyler the Creator, he used to edit this deep ass voice into his songs. I swear to God, this dude, like he had that voice. If you guys don't know who Tyler the Creator is, just picture a demon. Just picture the devil. Picture Dark Side from the fucking Superman comics. It was the deepest, most scariest voice I've ever heard come out of a human being in my entire life. It was terrifying. He's asking me for these things that like go on the roller grill. You know, when you go into a gas station, you see them fucking gross ass hot dogs that just been rolling around for hours. He's asking for that shit. And I'm like, listen, they already closed it down. Like my fault, like even though it's not my fault. But I'm like, yo, like, we don't have any, you know, they're out. He's like, well, can you make some? I was like, well, like, they take, like, a while, bro. Like, they're frozen solid. So, like, when you put them on that thing, it takes, like, 45 minutes for them to, like, get to the temperature to where I can serve them. So he's telling me, like, I could put them in the oven or something. I'm like, I don't I don't know how to do that. I didn't get trained in food. Like, I work overnight, and this is usually closed like it is right now. I don't know how to do that. I'm sorry. So he's like, I just called up here and they said they could. I was like, bro, I've been here. Like, I don't know when you called, but like, nobody told me this. Nobody showed me that. I don't know how to do that. I was like, I'm sorry. So he keeps going and he won't stop, bro. And he won't fucking quit. And he's got this deep ass voice and he's a big dude. And he's like, I wouldn't say he was trying to intimidate me, but he definitely knew. He knew what he was doing, bro. He was like, he was doing that thing where like, you don't, you don't want to take no for an answer, you know? Where, like, you really want something or you're really craving something and you just won't, it, you won't accept that, you know, you've been defeated or you missed out on the time frame. He's doing one of those things. And I just look at him. I'm like, listen, bro, like, if somebody else can do that and you've seen him do it, because he's telling me, like, I've seen this other lady do it. None of this is really important. But, like, my point is that he kept grilling me about it. And finally, dude, I looked at my Apple Watch and my heart rate was at, like, 177 my adrenaline is kicking in for no reason. This dude keeps getting closer and closer to the counter. Like, he's, like, trying to stand over me type shit. And then finally, I just told him, I was like, listen, bro, here's where we're at. The kitchen's closed down. I can't make no more food. 
you've been talking to me about this for five minutes. You asked me when I started working here. At one point, he said, can't you just go watch a video? Like, I'm going to leave the store unattended and just start doing some training in the back on my own. Like, what kind of bonehead fucking question is that? No, motherfucker. I can't. When you go on YouTube, look up. I'm not going to say where I work. But look up, you know, this corporation's gas stations. Uh, training videos for food service. Like, what What do you think this is? You think I'm just fucking Iron Man and I could have Jarvis pull that up on my fucking AR? You know? That's augmented reality. Not, I'm not like a fucking gun. I don't have a gun. Well, I, you know, whatever. Anyways, my point is that this dude kept pressing me and finally I was just like, listen, bro, if you want something else in the store, I can check you out. If you want some gas, I can check you out. If not, like, that's where we're at. I'm done with this conversation. And he's like, you need to look me in my eyes. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, no, this is awkward. I was like, you need to quit. I was like, you need to chill out, bro. Like I've told you five, six times and you keep pressing me about it. Like it's over with. I was like, so you can either buy something or like we can call the cops and you can, you know, yell at them about why we don't have fucking Buffalo chicken rollers out at 1130. And, um, yeah, that shit sucked for the rest of the night. I was on edge. My heart rate would not go below like a hundred until I got off work and went home. And that shit sucked, bro. And I still don't understand why I fucking freaked out so bad. But yeah, man. Like two days later, another guy comes in. Puts $70 on a gas pump. With a card. And uh, if, if you guys don't know, if you don't use all of it, it just goes back to your account. Like the pump only charges you for whatever you used. So let's say you pay for 70 you only use 40 The other 30 goes back on your card. In this case, dude used like $68, and he comes back in and asks for a receipt. So I go to the reprint button, and then his pump, and then he tells me it's $68. There's no option for a $68 receipt. So same thing. This dude gets pressed as fuck for no reason, and he's big mad, and he's standing there, and he's screaming at me. And I even, at one point, turned my register. It's a touchscreen. I turned it, and I was like, listen, listen, listen. Here's your pump. Here's the repaint button. Here's the options I have for receipts to print. $68 and some change ain't one of them. Now imagine to yourself that you are down a dollar and some change. Why not just take a picture of the pump and and say, yo, they, they couldn't give me a receipt. Here's the 70 I paid for. I only got charged this amount. Like it's a dollar and some change. It's not like this is a giant discrepancy of like I used in the example, $30. So... He keeps getting mad. He won't leave. Eventually, he tells me, like, I have this problem all the time with you. And I was like, bro, me and you have never had this conversation. I've never seen you in my life, dog. And I was like, you keep acting like I'm withholding this receipt. Like I'm fucking Schmeagle with the fucking ring. Like, bro, like, I have no dog in this fight. I could give a fuck about your receipt. And I could give a fuck about your $68 in gas. Like, it's a dollar and some change, bro. Like, grow the hell up. Take a picture of the screen. Explain to your boss. Like, I don't know if he had to, like, keep his receipts. But, like, bro, just be a man. Uh, you know, uh, adult a little bit. And fucking tell him. Like, listen, they couldn't print a receipt. Here's what I got charged for. Take a picture of your bank app. Bro, there's an app for everything, bro. There's a million ways to do this. And yelling at me while two other people are waiting to get their fucking Mountain Dews. This isn't helping anybody. So, yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh... I imagine to be like a shitty relief pitcher, just kind of that, just kind of that all week, just people yelling at you and you having to go, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Sorry. There's no option for that. I can't do that. Sorry. Yeah. That's what it feels like. I guess the lights are on, but nobody's home. You got to fucking walk off that field knowing you fucking suck. 
even though like it might have not been your fault, even though like the team had the entire game to score and they didn't do it, but it's your fault. That's how I felt. But uh, I don't know. Second night was good. I didn't have a pain attack the second night. I think it's because all my adrenaline was used up fighting dark side over fucking buffalo chicken rollers, dude. I swear to God, that dude's voice still scares me when I think about it. It was like, you know, when like people take helium out of balloons and they get like Alvin and the Chipmunks voice. There's a guest that does the opposite and it sounds like this dude like inhales that recreationally just to fuck with people. It was a scary shit. I never want to see that dude again. Like if I ever see him again, I might just open up the register and be like, take whatever you want. I don't want any problems, Dark Side. Please don't fucking Omega beam me, dude. I, I'm not Batman. I can't dodge it. Nobody got that joke <laughs> from an animated series. But yeah, like I said, not the worst week, but also not the best week either. And to top it all off, I'm out $5.39 for that fucking breakfast sandwich, dude. I'm still pissed off about that, man. It's like one of those things where you start to trust somebody and they burn you. That's exactly what happened, Duncan. Duncan Donuts, if you ever hear this, even in the future, you fucking owe me a breakfast sandwich. And that shit wasn't double toasted either, so, like, it was extra fucked up. You could tell somebody just wanted to get that shit out the way. And I don't like that. I don't like that. Do things the right way. But all that all that said, uh, especially with, like, dealing with, uh, you know, fucking assholes all week, um... They got me thinking, got me thinking about personalities, right? And another thing that got me thinking is I was on dating apps again. I was on the Tinder. I was on, you know, Bumble. Uh, Nah, I'm just kidding. I only use Tinder, but I was on Tinder, right? And I kept seeing these acronyms in people's bios. It's like four letters dash another letter. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't know. Maybe they're in a cult or something. You know, I didn't know what that meant. And I kept seeing them, like, for a week or two. I would see them in these girls, uh, you know, their little, their bios. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is that? Excuse me. So I looked it up one day. Turns out it's like a classification for your personality type. I was like, damn, the fuck is that? That sounds stupid. Then I kept seeing them. And then I got jealous. I was like, I don't know what that is. And I'm afraid of that. I fear what I don't know. And then it made me angry because there's two ways you react. You either want to learn more or you get angry. I kind of did both. I got angry and then I wanted to learn more. Uh, so I clackety clacked on the fucking keyboard, went up to the old Google machine. Um, and I put in like this thing and it took me to like this personality thing. It was like, oh, this is a personality type. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I wonder what my personality type is. So then I went to this website. Shout out to this website. Uh, because I thought, so like when I, when I started doing this, I was like, this is like, this is going to be some horoscope bullshit, right? Like, this is going to be some vague fucking bullshit that, like, has to do with, like, I don't know. It's like horoscopes pick at, like, very vague things and people go, oh, my God, that's so true. Or, like, it's a fortune cookie. People read, like, oh, it's something good's going to happen to you today. And then all day they just look for the smallest thing to be like, oh, my God, something good happened to me today. And that's not, like, horoscopes are bullshit, in my opinion, um, I think they're very broad, no matter how many times I read them, like some of it applies, but that's the point. It's very broad shit. Or it could be like, uh, you will have an argument with a close friend. It's like, bitch, I might have an argument every goddamn day I'm alive. You don't know me. I'd fucking argue with everybody. So anyways, I went in there pretty skeptical, right? But it was 16personalities.com or something. 
something like that. 16 personalities for sure. And they had this nice test and it had like a, a fair amount of questions. Like it was like when you uh, apply for a, a job online and you have to take those fucking bullshit. Like it's not even a quiz, bro. It's like a, what would you call that? I think it's just honestly a time waster. It's just to see like, are you committed enough to finish these hundred questions? Cause then at least we know you have some sort of work ethic. Like you'll just click through this shit. Um, it felt like one of those. It was like one of these, like strongly agree, strongly disagree. Then you had like other options in the middle. Right. But you know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this a fair shake. And, uh, I took it serious. I answered the questions very honestly on some of them. I even changed my answers. I went back. Some of them had me stumped for a month. Cause like, I don't like the whole sliding shit because for me, I'll put indifferent, but like, I don't really mean indifferent. I just mean that this question doesn't apply to me very much. I don't know if you guys get what I'm saying, but I'm somewhere in the middle, but it's not because I'm in the middle. It's just because that I don't have an answer to this question. It's a bad question. So I took it and I took it pretty seriously, right? And it turns out my personality type is INTP dash hyphen, whatever you fucking call it, T. So INTP-T. And for those of you who don't know what that is, if you do know what that is, you're fucking, I don't know. I don't know how you know this. Because if this is a thing and this has been around, I think more people should take this. I think this should be like implemented at jobs and at schools. I think this is a really good thing. Because I read my results. And like I said, I was I was pessimistic about this. I was skeptical. Um, and I was like, this is some bullshit whatever but then I was like let me take this serious just because like you don't want to fuck around because then it's like you're gonna make it what you is like a a self-fulfilling prophecy if you treat it like it's bullshit the shit you get you the result you get is gonna be bullshit right so I took it serious so uh that is a logician and I had to look up how to say that uh because it's a it's a weird word it's like logic with i-a-n-s uh or no that's logicians, but it's L-O-G-I-C-I-A-N, logician, um, like a magician, but with logic, right, boom, fucking sick, shout out logic, good rapper, um, <laughs> anyways, that's like the personality type I got, right, to my surprise, I've always thought myself a little, like, fairly outgoing, I was mostly introverted, it's like 65% introvert, and, you know, the rest was extrovert, um, but it was really cool. I started reading the results because once again, I was like, ah, that seems too good to be true. Um, I've always thought of myself like that way. You know, I've always been very, uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but the more I read, turns out they did it for me. So in there, it was saying, uh, these types of people with this type of personality often get lost in thought. That was the first sentence. Anybody who knows me knows that I am my own fucking worst enemy with that shit. The amount of times in my life I've been told, get out of your own head, you'd be better if you didn't think so much, uh, and you need to stop thinking so much, dude, I've heard that more than anything else in my life, other than you have a lot of potential, I heard that a lot in high school, and I just fucked around, and I get that all the time, you have so much potential, and like, it's like a backhanded compliment, because you're like, yeah, but what's that mean, you fucking saying I'm a piece of shit, and you're like, yeah, and you're like, uh, you're somewhat right, I'm kind of a piece of shit. I could be doing better. Anyways, it says these people get lost in thought. They think too much. Um, they're always uh, kind of, it says, what did it say? It says, uh, from the outside, logicians 
may seem to live a never-ending daydream. That's very true. Most of my day revolves around like either thinking about myself in situations that will never happen or just thinking about situations that will never happen. Um, so that was pretty cool. And the more I read, a lot of this shit was like adding up for me. And like uh, at one point I was looking at it, excuse me, and it even said, it basically called me out and it was like, I bet you came into this as skeptic as possible thinking this was going to be some bullshit. And I was like, you know what? It's exactly what I thought. I thought this was going to be some little lame ass horoscope test, but it turns out it was actually like really insightful and it made me kind of realize a few things about myself and my life and why things sometimes go the way they go. Right now, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but less than 3% of the population has my personality type. So I'm somewhat of a, of a, um, a rare Pokemon card. I'm a reverse hollow, you know? I'm a, a nice little misprint, you know? <laughs> I'm a nice little base set holograph card. I don't fucking know shit about Pokemon, but um, I think it's funny. Like, when I think about paying a lot for comics, I'm like, damn, bro, people pay a lot for, like, one card, like, one piece of cardboard. At least when you pay for a comic book, you're getting, like, a whole book of art. It's like a story. These motherfuckers are paying for a card that's designed to be played in a game that they'll never use. At least I can read my comic books, you know? Anyways, uh toot my own horn but yeah it says that my strengths are being analytical like I analyze a lot of things which I do used to call myself a wallflower because I like to sit back and observe even though I can be a little social at times it says I'm analytical oh shit I just said that fuck that's what happens when you read notes and you're not prepared and you didn't get your fucking breakfast sandwich I will be calling that back all episode I want my fucking turkey sausage bro fuck it says I'm original open-minded uh, curious and objective. Now the objective thing is really like a, it was, it was like a, uh, a, a little light bulb went off in my brain. When I was 20 years old and I lived in Chicago, I started listening to Joe Rogan and I would listen to these certain things when I'd work out, uh, back when I was somewhat in shape. And it was always him talking about how you need to be objective when you like think about your life and how you want to, you know, progress through it, decisions you make. You can't always look at it from like an emotional or just from like your own perspective, you need to look at it from an objective point and see like, you know, try to try to see it from that angle instead of always just a first person view. So that like really struck me as like, damn, like, did I did I figure that out on my own? Or is that just like my personality type that eventually that would click for me? But yeah, um, and then the weaknesses were just also spot on. Uh, my weaknesses are that I'm disconnected. I'm uh sorry, disconnected, uh, I'm insensitive, <laughs> dissatisfied, impatient, and perfectionistic. I didn't even know that was a word, so that's fucking cool, bro. Perfectionistic, dope-ass word to have as a weakness, just saying. If there's a weakness you want, perfectionistic. Put that in your fucking uh, dictionary and spell it. How about that? How about that for a phrase? Um, but anyways... When I was looking at that, I was like, damn, that's kind of true, bro. A lot of the time, like some people would tell me at my last job, or it, was, it was a couple jobs ago, at this pawn shop I worked at, some people would tell me like, just looks like you're mad at the world. I was like, not really. It's just like I'm, I'm thinking about a bunch of shit, right? So like my outside face, it's like resting bitch face, but they said it was the opposite. It was like, I hate the world and everybody in it. Kind of like pain from Naruto, just 
blank, but like a little bit of hatred out there, like blank expression, but you're also like fucking, I hate everybody. I hate this planet. And that's not true. Well, it used to be true at that job, but most of the time I always imagine like if people see me out in public, sometimes I'll be thinking about some weird shit and my face probably, you know, makes some weird, uh, you know, my face probably looks a little weird and people are like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? But in reality, I'm pretty nice. I'm just thinking about like what would happen if I was on a ship and it started sinking. Or, you know, what if I was on an airplane and it started to crash? Be like, why are you thinking about that? I'm like, bro, if I know, I wouldn't, if I knew why I was thinking about it, I wouldn't be thinking about it. It just happens. It's just a thing that goes through my brain. And the insensitive part, I've been told that a lot in my life, that I'm just kind of a, kind of a dick, you know, kind of an asshole. And that's true, but it's mostly because it's like, well, I'd, I'd rather just be that way than to lie to you. Like, I'd rather you just know I don't like you than to fucking pretend to be nice for the sake of being nice. Because I think, like, if we're being, like, honest and rational about this, you should just tell people you don't like that you don't like them. You shouldn't fucking... It's like a bad... Like, it's like a bad American culture thing. Or maybe it's a world culture. I think it's more in America than anywhere else. If you don't like somebody, you should just not like them. I'm not saying be be rude to them, but, like you like, if we work together... And this is more like from an office job I had. If we work together and we don't like each other, why don't we just stay out of each other's way? Like, we'll talk to each other when we need to. Like, hey, did you get this? Hey, can you pass me the tape? Do you know where somebody left the scissors? Whatever, right? Have you seen this manager? Okay, thanks. Hey, um, wh- what's your thing? To- oh, okay, I'm doing the... Okay, thanks. We'll see you later. But it's like, I shouldn't have to sit here and be like, how was your weekend? Or I shouldn't have to fucking talk to you. Like, I shouldn't have to small talk with you. That's not something I care about. I don't care how your weekend was. I don't give a shit. And I'm not going to pretend to tell you how my weekend was because I know you don't give a shit, right? So that's kind of true. And also sometimes I think people uh, think people play the fucking Uno reverse card too much um, in life. Like when I, I tell somebody in an argument that they're doing something, they'll be like, well, you do that too. It's like, okay, what's your what's your fucking point, buddy? Like... It's not like I'm being a hypocrite. It's more like they'll try to just flip my argument and be like, well, this one time you did this thing. So that makes you the same thing. It's like, not really, pal. Like, this is getting a little weird. But I'm just saying, like, I end up in these situations where I'm like somewhat insensitive because like I'm looking at it like strictly logically or like rationally where a lot of people get emotional. Um, I don't know. Anger is an emotion for sure. But that's like the as emotional as I get It's just pissed off or angry. Or like rage, if you know I've had a really bad week, um, and dissatisfied. I'm I'm usually dissatisfied with a lot of things. You know, I'll watch a movie or something, and there'll be like a plot hole, or there'll be like one thing in the writing that's fucked up, and I just can't get past it. Like it's somewhat of a good movie, but I'm just not happy with it anymore. And I get in these weird arguments with people um, sometimes, and I'm just like, listen, you, that might be a minor thing, but to me, it ruined it, and I'm I don't like this anymore. Um, I'm definitely impatient. I can't stand if I know how to do something better than someone or more efficient, whatever you want to say. And I have to like wait on them. Or if I'm just like, I don't know, man, I'm just impatient. I don't like to wait. Uh, I don't have that virtue of patience. I've never had that virtue. I've never been good at that. Honestly, I've never been good at waiting or standing in line. 
I fucking hate going through drive-thrus for that reason. I can't stand it. Um, I don't like being behind slow people on the road. It's another form of impatience. Um, I wish everybody would just go five over the speed limit because that's like a reasonable way to drive. If you're going under the speed limit, I hate you. 100% I hate you. I don't care what's going on. You can at least go the speed limit. If not, and like people will go to the speed limit and then they'll fucking take their foot off the gas and they'll slow down. And then they'll go to the speed limit and then they'll slow down. Fucking hate that shit. But yeah, so I was reading this and I kept being like, man, this shit is like really informative. And the more I read, it was talking about relationships and friendships and career paths. And there's a fucking loud ass car outside for some reason at, you know, seven in the morning. That's the appropriate time to take out your fucking scat pack fucking challenger and go fucking racing, buddy. God damn it. I hate that shit. Anyways, when I got to the one about like, it even said work habits, like, and this was just the free section. There's apparently a premium section where there's like a 300 page book like, per personality. Like, if you get a different personality, obviously, because I don't think a lot of you are in the 3% that I'm in, you know, brushing off my shoulders, top 3%. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> Anyways, there's like a 300-page, uh, like, PDF book you can read about your own, you know, personality type and how to maximize your strengths and avoid your weaknesses. Um, and in the free section, there's so much good shit that, like, while I was reading it, there was one where it said, um, man, what did it say? It was basically saying something along the lines of, um, this personality type, like, won't, forget what it said. They won't, like, not that they don't work well with others, I just don't, pref- I, like, I prefer to work by myself. I prefer to be left alone, let me do my things. I don't want to have to work with a bunch of people. And it, it took me, basically it was saying that, like, if they could be creative and they can focus on one thing, they'll be really good at it. If they have to do a bunch of things and like they can definitely be social and work customer service jobs that said like, you know, service industry jobs, they can do all that. It's just not like what they're best at. And that took me back to when I worked at this Navy base. Um, I was 19. I had just got the job and they told me that I was going to be like taking over for this. Uh, this chick was from Guam. She was a Guamanian. That's actually what they're called. Um, she was a Guamanian and she was super nice. Um, and basically it was called sublimation. What sublimation is, is you take like a picture on the special paper and then you take like a coffee mug or a magnet and you heat it up and it transfers the image. So it's pretty cool. You can make a lot of cool shit, make like water bottles, mugs, magnets, all kinds of stuff. Um, there was like a whole catalog of like things, but anyways, my job was to be like, help create new products to help sell products, do all this stuff. And she had this little office, bro. She had this little setup where they drop in the orders that they wanted made. And then, you know, the, the, you box them up and you ship them out. And, uh, I found this notebook the other day, actually, when I was going through all these totes with my mom, cause I'm trying to, the current bedroom I'm recording this in right now, I'm gonna turn into a studio. Nonetheless, I found this notebook and it had all my old designs and my, uh, ideas and all these sketches I had. It was real cool. And I remember I did that for a while after, uh, after that girl, uh, sh- her husband was in the Navy and, uh, you know, they got stationed somewhere else. So I kind of took over and man, I kind of like did a good job. And I was like, really, I wouldn't say, I don't know. It was a form of passionate, I guess. I really enjoyed it. I liked what I was doing. I liked being able to create stuff and make stuff. Uh, I liked having the freedom to like, I was told if I could get, I was told like, um, 
if I could make it work and I could justify it, like they would buy anything out of this catalog and I could try to make the product. And if I could sell it, then, you know, they'd keep doing it or whatever. I didn't get commission or anything, but this was like a government job, a 401k retirement, all that good shit. Right. And, um, yeah, man, I remember like we hired these other people for other positions and man, this little fucking bitch from Texas, I think her name was JC, like J-A-Y-C-E-E, some bullshit, fucking annoying little fucking girl, ugh, I fucking hated her, and dude, she ended up complaining so much that she didn't want to do the job she was hired for, um, that everybody should like rotate and take turns with this shit, bruh, so like, they ended up coming to me, and like, bro, at this point, like, okay, they kept telling me not to do it, but like it did become my office. Other people in this thing said that was my office. They would drop off orders there. I would always ship out my own stuff. I made a lot of different products. I had everything organized. I was the one, me and my manager, uh, yeah, he was like my man. Well, what was he? No, he was my supervisor because they had a bunch of different names. Me and my supervisor, this dude named Thomas from Sweden, super nice guy. If you ever hear this, uh, really like you. Uh, you're really cool. I used to talk to him a lot about, he actually got me into Joe Rogan, um, and told me that I should watch the podcast cause I would always talk about MMA with him. Um, so shout out to him without him, who knows if there would ever be a podcast. Cause, uh, like everybody else, Joe Rogan's kind of my inspiration for this shit. Unless, you know, he's not your inspiration, then I guess not like everybody else. Um, anyways, we would work really hard and like the, there's these printers and he would always adjust the colors and I'd have to reprint them and then make them a bunch of times. I had to figure out like the temperatures and the pressure for all this, you know, other stuff that I would make. And I worked really hard and I set all this stuff up and I had my own designs and I had, you know, added new products that were getting sold regularly. And I was kind of making more mugs than the girl. Uh, I was making more orders than the original person I learned from. Like I had upscaled this little department and um, I had this room that I worked in, man. And um, I'm not going to say it got taken from me because, like, I guess it wasn't mine and I shouldn't have called it my office. But I didn't start that. People in the place I worked said that that was my office. And, man, I'd always be in there with my music and my podcast and I'd be doing my work diligently, bro. And um, like I said, I was somewhat passionate about making new products. And I just remember when they made everybody do it, I just was so pissed off. I was like, man, you guys couldn't have just left me in here to do my job and do my thing, like, everybody has to do this, why, because they got hired, like, six months after me, and they're complaining that they don't want to do the job they got hired for, I think that's kind of bullshit, you know what I mean, and it just went from, like, then there was, like, cashiers that worked at this, you know, place, and they were getting transferred into this new department, I'm like, this is some bullshit, bro, like, y'all just kind of took this from me, because I'm some young kid, and, I don't know. There was like a bunch of girls in my department, not trying to be like sexist or anything, but there was a bunch of girls complaining. I just feel like because they were women and because they were complaining and our boss was also a woman that they kind of stole my shit. They like, you know, they took my whole thing from me and I like I was specifically hired for that. And then, you know, eight months later, eh, everybody's going to do this now. And then it turned into like, oh, well, you didn't make all those products. You didn't make all these new ideas. People helped you with that. So it was a team effort. I'm like, the fuck it wasn't like I had to ask to order it. I had to figure it out with Thomas. Like if anything is a me and Thomas thing, you know, everybody else is some bullshit. Like I designed so much cool shit and I was so young 
And that was like my first real job I ever had. Probably the only like, besides the pawn shop, that's like the only two like real air quotes jobs I've ever had where it was like a real, a real thing, you know? But, um, yeah, man, that shit really pissed me off, but you know, it is what it is. Um, when I think back on that, it really like, uh, it hits home when I read shit like that and I can relate it to my life. And that's why I'm saying this personality type thing, man, this would have been so beneficial for me in high school if like a bunch of teachers knew my personality type and they could, you know, try to stimulate that rather than just like fucking, I don't know, use the same tired fucking speech they give to every kid that struggles or just in general, if everybody in your workplace knew what each other's like real personality type is, you could really like understand people a little better you know how to interact with them. Like people wouldn't be asking me how my weekend was unless I was tight with them, you know, unless I talked to them out of like my own choice. Cause like, that's kind of the thing. It's not that I don't like you or, you know, I have a problem with you. It's just, I don't really give a fuck unless I'm cool with you. I don't really care. And I don't think you care either. I think you're just being fake nice. And I think being fake nice is, uh, kind of worse than being rude. Uh, cause being fake nice is, um, I don't know. It's like pity or it's like, uh, that's how I feel. That's how I receive it. Anyway, if you're being fake, nice to me, I think you think I'm a, I'm an idiot. I think you think I'm stupid. And then I need you to be nice to, me. I don't need shit from you. You know what I mean? Um, and the more I read this, I was just like, man, this is, this is not a horoscope. This wasn't some bullshit. You know, this was, uh, this was something that like, kind of when I read it, I was like, man, these are things that I just felt like a weirdo for my whole life. And it turns out like there's other people like this that struggle with this, especially the one about thinking too much and being dissatisfied. And even the perfectionist one, like I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I think that's what that word means. Perfectionistic is like maybe not perfectionist, but kind of because for me, sometimes, uh, especially when I used to make music, um, I still make music. I just don't post it. But um man, I would redo songs a million times and still feel like it sounded like shit. Or, you know, people would tell me like, oh, this one sounds real good. Or, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I know there's like one part where I, my breath was too loud. Or I messed up a word, but it wasn't, it wasn't like messed up enough for people to notice. It was just like something that stuck in my head where it's like, you fucked that up. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like if you got some time, and maybe if you're struggling with, uh, maybe not knowing yourself, but if you're struggling with like kind of understanding like why, like sometimes I like, that's what ha- what happened to me. I would find myself in situations. I'm like, why does this happen to me? Why am I always in this? And now I kind of realize that's why, because I'm disconnected and I'm insensitive and impatient. <laughs> that's why these things happen to me, because that's my personality type. And this person's personality type is probably completely different from me. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I think this, I think this should be used more often. I feel like somebody told me about this in my life before too. Um, when I was like having problems as a teenager or something, I feel like I can't remember if it was my brother. Cause he was working in like somewhat of a social services. Um, and I think he said that, that there was like 16 different types of personalities and it like tells you how you interact with each other and, um, shit like that. But basically mine was just like, I don't like to bullshit with people. I'm very to the point. I'm very rational, um, very logical, you know, based. And the more I think about it, when I read it, I'm just like, bro, this shit, this shit could help so much. It's like a social lubricant. 
it would just help things smooth out and everybody wouldn't be fucking butting heads all the time. I know it's not practical for, for like everybody to get it, but I feel like if more people read these things, especially about yourself, like now when I read, when I read the weaknesses part, especially I looked back on myself of like, man, like a lot of this shit is true. I started to like, <clears throat> I started to like kind of see where, uh, things like have gone awry in my life. I started to see like, why? Like, that's true. Like the reason I, I don't like have a lot of friends, some of them are for the fact that I'm insensitive sometimes and, uh, disconnected. Like, uh, sometimes I don't see other people's sides because I can only see, <sighs> man, it's tough to say, but it's true. Sometimes I think I'm right. And I think that me being right is more important than uh, somebody else's point of view. Um, and, you know, sometimes uh, that gets reinforced and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'm right. Like, sometimes I will draw a line in the sand. A lot of people who know me know I'm that kind of guy. But at the same time, I'll, I, you know, if you're my homie, I'll always have your back. Um, you know, I always try to do, uh, try to be like a rider, you know, like I'm, I'm down, like wh whatever it is, like you got it. Um, but, you know, if everybody knows like at one point if I put my heels down and I draw a line in the sand if you're on the opposite side like it is what it is like I'm not gonna concede and uh it's like something I used to say when I got bullied a lot in high school like you could beat my ass like you could you could fuck me up every day you could whoop my ass as many times as you want I'm still gonna say fuck you I don't like you you're a pussy I won't learn my lesson like if I feel away I don't feel away you can beat me up all you want like fuck you I'm not changing. Like, you're still a dickhead. You know what I mean? I've always been that way. Like, regardless of what happens, bro, just because something bad's about to happen um, or, you know, just because things are going to go south for me, it doesn't mean I'm going to... And it's somewhat of pride, but it's also somewhat of, like, being steadfast. Like, I'm very sure-footed. Like, I know if I'm stepping over a line or if I'm going into, you know, unmarked territory, I'm cool with that because I'm... I'm I'm confident in where I'm choosing to go with this, you know, and um, yeah, you know, that's somewhat of it being like open minded and, you know, curious as well. Like I will go chase out the the path less traveled because I think, you know, the path that's traveled is kind of fucking boring and a lot of people are doing that. It's the same reason I don't have TikTok. Like I don't like not have TikTok for some fucking I don't know, some like grandiose like reason of like. I don't know. I think I'm too mature. I saw somebody like say that on Twitter. Like, oh, if you imagine not downloading, downloading TikTok because you think you're too mature. I'm like, bitch, I fucking love Vine. I watch YouTube out the ass. I waste as much time on, you know, watching stupid videos as other people. Mine are just 20 minutes long instead of, you know, 30 seconds. But it's more or less I've never downloaded TikTok just because like everyone has it. And I'm like, eh, that's kind of lame. Like, whatever. Like, I'm I'm good. And like, I'm sure there's funny shit on there. People send me some shit. I'm not downloading it for like some grandiose. I'm not not download. I don't oppose it for some fucking reason that's like extravagant or moral. I just don't want to do it. And it's more because like everybody's on it. It's like, eh, I missed out. That's how I feel. I feel like there was a giant sale and everybody bought something and I could still go get one. But I just don't want to. I missed it. I wasn't on the cutting edge of it. That shit came out three years ago and I've never downloaded it. It's not. It's just because I feel like it's. And it's too late. That train is passed. If I'm getting on it now, it's too late. Like, I don't, I don't even want to be a part of it, bro. I'm going to stick to my YouTube. That's where I'm comfortable. That's what I look at. That's what I waste time on. You know, I browse Twitter sometimes, you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The more I read this, the more, like, a lot of it hit deep. 
And uh, like I said, if you have time and you want to find out more about yourself and how you interact with other people, uh, give it a give it a try. Uh, if you if you've already done it, let me know your personality type. I'd love to read uh, what it says about you and how you go through your life. Um, you know, that'd be real cool. And I think we get to know each other better. So if you ever want to look it up, I'm a logician. <laughs> I like saying that, bro. It sounds like magician, but with like, I will make your argument disappear with facts. I'm like fucking Ben Shapiro over here. Fucking facts don't care about your feelings, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's real fucking cool. And especially, like I said, it, it was so weird when I like, I was like, this is going to be some bullshit. Like, this is a fucking horoscope. Like, that's what this is. And then I, I read like about myself being skeptical. It was like, you, I bet you were skeptical about this test. I was like, you're goddamn right. You do know me. Like, you know, it, it also made me feel good that like I took the question serious. Cause like I said, I don't want to waste my time. But yeah, I kept going back to it even a couple of days later to read it. Cause at first when I read it, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I kept going through each tab and I would just learn more about myself that, and like I said about the whole story about when I was working up there at that photo lab, like that, that like I was getting all these memories coming back of like, damn, like so many things in my life that actually like actually relate to this. Like this isn't just a horoscope where it's like you will have blessings. You might feel bad this month. And it's like, oh, I feel bad sometimes every month. This is stupid. This was way more in depth. It was way more personalized. Like I feel like if you lied and you got some of the results, you'd really understand, like, oh, I didn't answer these questions properly. Um, it's not a long test. It's not that many questions. Sorry. I'm trying to put my drink on the ground, but I don't want to make another noise because it happened again. And I have to listen to this all the way over because uh, I don't think the the sound in my headphones sounds like what it sounds like. But I actually talked about this a lot more than I thought I would, um, especially... Um, Cause I went into this with like a whole different plan, but then, like I said, just fucking gave up another walk off fucking <laughs> didn't get my fucking breakfast sandwich, dude, man, I really wanted that sandwich too, bro. Still thinking about it. Um, but we're coming around like 50 minutes and you know what that means? It's almost the end of the episode and you know what comes before the plugs is the weekly recommendation. Now this is a. I wouldn't even say this is a bit. I just call it a bit. Uh, maybe it's a segment. There we go. It's not a bit. Uh, a bit would be like the mystery downloads that have kind of stopped, unfortunately. There's no more mysterious downloads. But um, I'm happy with the downloads we have. And I know where they're all from. So that's fucking dope. But anyways, I was talking to a buddy of mine. Same one I was talking to Duncan about. And uh, he was saying he'd like to hear me like break down uh, some albums. So uh, I don't know how to put that in. Um, so I'm going to work on that. Maybe I could do that like once a month. Maybe. Maybe once a month I give you guys like a, a really influential album from my life. Um, I don't know. If you'd like to hear that, let me know. Um, it won't always be the same genre. I listen to a lot of different shit. And uh, I've listened to a lot of different stuff throughout my life. And at a certain point, like sometimes I listen to a song and I think about like a six month period in my life where that's all I listen to. Because that's kind of how I am. I will listen to the same thing for months on end and not get tired of it until like I find something it's like, it's exactly that. I won't get tired of it. I'll just find something else that I like that much more. And then I'll always go back to them. And I'll always, like, when I think about, uh, it's an album called Good AM uh, by Mac Miller. Uh, when I think about that, I think about Chicago a lot. That album came out around that time. And I would listen to that album just 24-7, bro. 
And I have so many memories of just either me driving by myself or me being at a job or me hanging out with somebody and listening to that. Um, so I definitely get like that. Uh, so I'm going to try to figure out how to do stuff like that. Some reoccurring segments, uh, some things that, you know, people can look forward to that way. It's not just, you know, a weekly recommendation here and there. Uh, would be every week. That was fucking stupid. Anyways, I would have like a different bit or a segment rather. I need to stop saying bit for everything, but I have a different segment, um, that people could look forward to. And then, you know, throughout the month, maybe we have a different segment each, you know, each week of the month. But, um, yeah. Anyways, the weekly recommendation this week is an album because I was thinking about that. But, um, if I was going to break this album down, it would someone have to be like, uh, its own thing. But I wanted to recommend it because it's coming up on like two years of this album being 20 years old, which is weird because it came out in 2004 and that messes with everybody's brain to hear that things from 2004 are going to be 20 years old um, in a couple years. Um, but it's American Idiot by Green Day. This album is probably my favorite album. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick this album. Um, when I was a kid growing up, I found Green Day like relatively early because I think my brothers had a, one of my brothers had a CD and then I think when my brother was in high school, they played that, uh, I hope you had the time of your life. You know, that song was in every fucking graduation ever in the 2000s. Um, and, uh, I just really fell in love with them. And, uh, I think I said this on the episode I did about skating, uh, but before, like a lot of people know me as like this uh, kind of uh, like when I was in eighth grade, bro, I used to wear baggy jeans that sagged, fake chains, flat bill hats. You know, I was very uh, cringe white kid from the Midwest for sure. Uh, but I've always been kind of into like a lot of people know me as a kid who rapped in high school or the kid that wanted to rap. Uh, you know, that was my shit. I was very, you know. I was very into the fashion, I was into the culture of hip-hop, and a lot of people know me for that, but before that, like before 8th grade, whenever I met one of my cousins out in California and he rapped, and I was like, that's the coolest shit ever, I want to learn how to do that, it was like 7th grade, but before that, I was like really into Green Day, and I thought like skinny jeans were the coolest shit ever, I wanted to wear eyeliner like Pete Wentz and shit, like I just thought that punk scene was real fucking cool, and um my brother had this American idiot shirt and it was this army green and it had like the picture of the dude flying with like bombs coming out of his chest. And I wore that shirt like as much as I could. Like I still think about that shirt sometimes because I wore it that much. It was like my favorite shirt. And I thought I, I thought I was a little punk fucking kid, bro. I thought that shit was cool. You know, I used to watch like Viva La Bam and like, I don't know, all kinds of shit like that. Like that kind of fashion, that kind of era of like, well, that was more like heavy metal, but still like that, that side of, of, you know, growing up, skateboarding, and, you know, punk rock, and a bunch of, like, rebellious shit, and, uh, yeah, man, Jesus of Suburbia is the second song on that album, it's like a nine-minute song, and once again, I think, like, if I had to pick one song, that would be my favorite, I listened to that song since I was a kid, until now when I'm an adult, and I think a lot of that album still rings, like, so true, 20 years later and I think that's why it's like a modern classic and I said that shit when I was a kid because I thought I was like oh I'm so smart like it's a modern classic this album is beautiful um the social implications that it has like I thought I was fucking smart for saying that shit but you know 
however many years later, fucking goddamn, like probably 10, 12 years later for me. Um, yeah, almost 10 years later, I still feel that way. I still feel like a lot of the songs match our society. I feel like we're all fucking idiots in this country and we fall victim to marketing and reality TV and what the fucking media says and we all fight amongst each other. But um, there's also some beautiful fucking songs on that album. Wake Me Up When September Ends, Give Me Novocaine, uh, What's Her Name is a really good fucking love ballad for any dude who has that chick he thinks about that uh, he really can't remember or tried to forget about. And uh, she keeps coming back uh, in your brain. Um, St. Jimmy. Like, the whole album is so cool. Like, it's somewhat of a story, and that was kind of, di- like, different when they came out with it. Um, they had like this overall theme of the album and, uh, even if you watch the music video for Jesus of Suburbia, like the kids got Liberty spikes, uh, he's like wearing dark eyeliner with a chain on his baggy or baggy jeans with like, you know, uh, it's very 2000s esque for sure. And, um, yeah, I think it spoke for a generation back then. I think it still speaks for somewhat of a generation now. Uh, I think the album's somewhat timeless, um, it's a great album, man. I, I love Green Day uh, regardless, but there's just so many bangers on that album, bro. You have American Idiot, Jesus is Suburbia, Holiday, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Like, I'm sure you've heard at least two or three of those songs. Um, if you've never listened to the album all the way through, it is somewhat of like a journey. It has somewhat of a story that follows. Um, and there's a good variety of like different sounding shit on there. Uh, Give Me Novocaine is one of my favorite songs. Because I remember when I was a kid, um, man, I don't know if people even buy CDs anymore. I don't even, you don't even buy CDs anymore, bro. It's crazy. But um, I had the CD for it. And there was like a little booklet in the front. And it had all the songs with the lyrics in it. And because it's somewhat of a like concept album of a story, each one of the songs would have like a day written next to it. And I remember June 13th was written next to Give Me Novocaine, and that's my birthday. So I always thought that song was the coolest because I was like, yeah, this is my song. It has to do with me and my birthday. And um, I also fucking hate Novocaine, though. I fucking hate that shit. I hate when my mouth is numb like that. Like, if I get a feeling, I tell them, don't give me that shit. Just drill into my tooth, bro. Get it over with. But yeah, great album. Um, And it... <laughs> Album was so good conceptually, they turned that shit into a Broadway musical. Um, so yeah, super cool. Especially for like a, a punk rock man from the fucking... Doing that shit since like the 80s, bro. The late 80s, but still, he's doing that shit since like 88. These punk kids from fucking Anaheim, bro. And uh, yeah, for that to go into like a Broadway musical, that's fucking... It was really awesome, and I think it spoke for how influential that album was back then. And definitely for me, it's a... I, like, listen to that album all the time. Like I said, Jesus of Suburbia is, like, one, like the, is kind of the quintessential song of my life. There's so many parts of that song that I fucking relate to and that I love. I can sing the entire thing uh, from start to finish, and I, uh, I will always love that song for sure. Um, so, yeah, if you've never checked out Green Day, you never listened to American Idiot, check it out. In two years, it'll be 20 years old, and you let me know if uh, you think that it holds up or if... Uh, you know, any of the social issues they talk about, you still think ring true, because I definitely do, um, but that's the weekly recommendation, maybe in a new segment, I'll break that down, 
uh, song by song or something. Um, but yeah, that was on my mind. And uh, when my buddy asked me about my favorite albums, that's that's the one that came to my head. There's another album that I'm going to save. It was like tied between those two. But um, American Idiot definitely won out just because of how much I've listened to that album. Um, as always, we are at an hour and we're about to wrap up the show. And you know what that means? It's time for the plugs. Plug it up. Um, so yeah, if you guys could follow me on Spotify, I'd appreciate it. Um, the listeners are going up, but the followers aren't going up. So if you're on the fence, you know, click that button maybe, you know, maybe give us a follow. You get a little notification every time I post. That's cool. It's a little blue dot on, on Spotify, a little blue dot. Tell you, hey, this episode's new. You should listen to it. If you like it, hit that little heart on there. I appreciate that. Um, if you haven't done it, if you're, uh, you know, still either new to the podcast or you haven't decided, give us a rating on Spotify. I'd love to get enough ratings to where it shows me what people think the show should be out of five stars. So that'd be cool if you could do that. As always, I say it every week. If you have a question, comment, concern, maybe even a riddle, shout out to the new Batman movie. Um, you know, give us a, give us a shout. Uh, just last week podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you know me personally, you can hit me up on my cell phone, my Snapchat, my Facebook, you know, all those good things. Uh, I'm still working on getting all the episodes on YouTube because my computer takes forever to render and then I either leave it and fall asleep or I forget that it was rendering a video in the first place. Um, but give us a follow on YouTube. Uh, still super hard to find if you search. If you need a link to YouTube, let me know. I'll definitely give you one. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, like I said, hit me up on the Gmail. If you have any questions, comment, concerns, riddle, or you want to hear something, uh, hear my thoughts on something, hear me react to something. If you have a, uh, you know, a request, love to, love to, uh, what do you do with requests? You like serve an order, whatever. I'd like to fill your request if, if you have one. That was a weird fucking ending. <laughs> Anyways, I will see you guys next week. Um, thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Bye.